0: Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. And as we often do, we're going to first provide you with the definition of brand character in order to ground to today's conversation. So we'll make sure we're all talking the same thing. So a brand character is this set of human attributes associated with a brand that gives it a unique personality. And it's this personality that consumers start attributing to you and becomes why consumers would want to choose you.
1: Yes. So with that definition, we're going to get into the four guidelines for a strong brand character. Number one, your positioning and your brand character are Are not the same thing. So this is something that Ann and I experience often with our clients. We'll ask them, what's your brand character? And what they give back is the brand's positioning or their brand story is the answer. And we just want to clarify this point here because, like I said, it happens so often. A brand positioning is the why of your existence, your brand character is how your brand exists in the marketplace and in the hearts and minds of consumers. And, where people often get caught up beyond the positioning is with the brand story. And so they say, well, we humanized it with our brand story and and that's great. And that's something you definitely need. Mm -hmm. You want to change your positioning to an outward facing brand story. And we've talked about this in previous episodes to make sure that you're providing consumer friendly language. So people know why they would want you, but that is still communicating your why. Why? It is not the way that your brand is communicating in that highly, highly personal, people-oriented, human way that Anne outlined in the beginning. So think about your brand character as the humanization of your brand. It should dimensionalize your brand in a way that allows people to feel the experience of interacting with you in a
0: very holistic manner. All right. So let me. I'll, I'll try to give an example here. Yes. Um, please do. So – Athleta, Brandon, we talked about before. Brandon, I really appreciate. And they are doing a fabulous job of really articulating and differentiating these two things. So Athleta clearly is in their positioning empowering women to be unstoppable. That's their positioning, right? Yep. Um, but they do it with a fierceness with a sassy attitude with an inner like demonstrating inner and outer strength. Those are more of the brand characteristics. So it's like you said, the why right is the positioning, but it's the how in, in, in the way that they show up in the way that you feel as a uh, as a result is what the brand character represents. Is that correct to say?
1: Yeah. And I think that's a fantastic example. Um, Obviously, we've talked about it before, but I think Anne provides really good clarity of, again, what is their position versus how do they bring that to life in their character? And another way people describe character is personality. So we may use that fairly interchangeably here, but just know that those are the same things. And actually, that leads Anne nicely into number two. So number two is your brand character should be described the same way you would describe a person. And like I said, Ann, take this one.
0: Yeah. So it, it really articulates what we were just talking about. So when you describe a person, for example, you can describe them a couple different ways. So a lot of times in a consumer context, we'll describe a consumer according to their demographics. Like they are a woman, they're 40 to 50 years old, they have a household c- income of this. And just like we talked to you um, about your consumer definition, that is not sufficient in order to describe a consumer. You also have to actually talk about their psychographics. Like what kind of person are they? Are they funny? Are they um, are they considerate? Are they um, aspirational? Like what are those like characteristics that describe your consumer? in the context of where your brand is going to um, play. It's the same thing for your brand. When you talk about your brand having a personality, it's not good enough just to talk about your brand and what it does. That's what a lot of people do. My you know, my brand is a laundry detergent or my brand is athletic apparel. You need to talk about the spirit behind the brand and how you want your brand to show up and what you want people to feel as a result of actually engaging with your brand. So it helps when you talk about your brand to talk about like what kind of spirit or what kind of personality you want your brand to have. And then that becomes the way that people relate to it. And with this, it starts to becoming the differentiating factor of why people would choose you. Yeah, exactly. And and
1: the piece I always like to talk about here is think about your very best friend and how you might describe them. And when we talk about it that way, I mean, I think it becomes crystallized in people's minds that you wouldn't say first, Oh, my best friend's my best friend because she's a teacher and she has three Mm -hmm. kids and, you know, she likes to go to volleyball games that that has no relevance to why that person is your best friend right so when you describe your best friend you describe things like oh my gosh we've been friends for so many years and she's so loyal as a friend and i appreciate that she's so much more outgoing than i am and she's always the life of the party and she likes to have a good time and you know she's a lot more optimistic in nature than some of our other friends and so i just gravitate to her right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so That gives you a sense of, you know, the how that person comes to life. So they very well may be positioned as a teacher and a mom and all these different things, but that's not a way to describe them as a human being. And I have to say that if you described your best friend that way, one, I would question whether they're actually your best friend. And two, I would say they'd probably be pretty pissed off at you if they heard that description. So just another reference to it's really important to describe them as a person with human characteristics. Is that the reason
0: why you gravitate to me is because I'm a genius? Oh, jeez. That still is pretty functional. That's that's not really a brand character <laughs> I'll trait. I'll take it. Oh, whatever. I'll take it. <laughs> We're never going to lose that one.
1: Nope. All right. Let's move on to number three your brand character must be multidimensional. So I touched on this a little bit with the previous point and the characteristics that I just outlined, you know, the different way you would describe a human being versus what someone does with their life or the roles that they play. But I think it's really important to put a very fine point on this and talk about it as multidimensional. So think about people, right? They're complicated. Yes, they play different roles in different situations, but their personality as a result Shows up differently depending on what role they're in, or if they're having a good or bad day, or you know, to different degrees and in different forms depending on the day, the year, the month, you know, what they're doing. And a brand really has to be the same. So in the intro, we talked about not being able to be in person as much, right now at least, and then also just, we've talked many times before about the sheer amount of channels that exist from a digital perspective and just kind of across the board. All of this exacerbates a brand's need to be multidimensional. You have to be able to put the right message out there in the right way at the right time to meet your consumer where they are in a way that they would know what to expect of you. And another point we want to make here is also to kind of hold yourself back a little bit and not go too far with your brand character. So as we like to do, we like to set up kind of rules of thumb or things that you can take away and immediately put into action. So here we would say strive for about four brand characteristics. Three to five is fine. Some people are more, you know, direct. Some people are a little like, I need some flexibility. So, but four is really kind of that magic number. And the way to think about it is When you think about describing your best friend, right, you give a handful of characteristics. You don't sit there and think about every single way your best friend has shown up in her entire life. You give the ones that come top of mind. And I would say that we as people do the same things about ourselves, quite frankly. So think about the way that I have described myself in the past, right? I talk about being direct. I talk about being outgoing, I talk about being enthusiastic, and I talk about being really honest. And that those are things that I've heard other people describe me as, and also just things that I know about myself. I mean, before we got on here today, I was telling Ann how my five-year-old can lie, and I can't, and I don't understand where that comes from. (laughs) So, you know, those are just some ways to think about it. And beyond that, I mean, of course, there are other things that do come to light, again, depending on what phase you are in life or what role you're playing. I mean, There are very surely secondary um, characteristics to your personality, but what are those ones that you really feel like are the pillars of how you want to communicate as a brand? And and also make sure that they're not repetitive of each other. This is another mistake that I feel like can be made is in an attempt to be multidimensional, people just pick words that are exactly the same. So they might say, I'm direct and I'm straightforward and I tell it like it is that's all the same thing, right? That's one thing. That's not multiple things. And so just think about it in terms, again, of that four or three to five, if you must, and then really making sure that you pull them apart and that they're different enough from each other that, again, you can be multidimensional
0: and have some flexibility in how you come to life across channels and across messaging. And I think it's important to point out something that you said at the very beginning about consistency, mm-hmm. because it's not necessarily different. You shouldn't show up differently across channels. Mm-mm. Um, You would need, you can flex, like you said, and you can dial up or down depending on what channel you're on or depending on the context. But it's really important that your characteristics are such that you feel like you can live that no matter where you show up, because that consistency is going to be key. Yeah, absolutely. And and just set herself up for the next one, which is
1: Number four, your brand character must be consistently authentic. So there you go. You already started
0: it. Oh, yay. So again, such a genius. All right. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah. And, and I think what April really pointed out is it can be tricky, right, to balance the multidimensional nature of your brand. But it is very, very inc- important to be consistent because that's how people build trust with you. That's how they start to understand who you are, how they're going to relate to you, like I said before, and whether or not they're going to be able to uh, trust you enough to make you a brand that becomes part of their life, okay? So how you show up in social should be consistent with how your website looks. It Mm -hmm. should be consistent with what your in-store looks. All this stuff should be consistent. Now, you may have a, a slightly different vibe in each one of those channels, but it should all still feel like you. And some of the mistakes that people make is like, they, they want to play in certain ways according to the channel and not according to the brand. So sometimes people will show up in Twitter and they want to be really pithy and they want to be <laughs> sound really smart. Your favorite. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not your, your brand. And I'm not saying like, you know, your brand is stupid by contrast. I'm just saying like there is a way of showing up that like is uh, is indicative of, of who you are. And if that's not who you are, then you shouldn't be trying to play like that on the channel. Don't let the channel dictate your character. Your character should come first. Then you flex your character to play well on the channels. So be very, very careful about that. And if you're not quite sure and you want to kind of see how it stretches a little bit, Test and learn it. I mean, that's what we say all the time. Try to, you know, to, to take a post and, and, and do that and see what the reaction is. I mean, your consumers are going to tell you pretty quickly whether or not it works for them, either by comments, non-engagement. Um, they're going to <laughs> give you feedback. So all those things will be indicators of whether or not you've stretched it too far.
1: Yeah, I think those are really really good points and I would just say back to the point of being consistent and authentic, like you just heard and say, it's okay to stretch yourself and to try new things as long as you have a strong brand character that's truly authentic already out there in the marketplace. And there's definitely opportunities for testing and learning as you find your footing and you, you know, kind of start to flex, but what I would say is play it a little bit close to the vest in the beginning Mm -hmm. and be really, really diligent about coming back to those characteristics that you have set forth and making sure that you're thinking hard about whether you're being true to your brand character in the way that you're communicating. Because like Anne said, we have seen far too many fails where you have people, you know, go on Twitter and put something out there that they think is so funny. And then it just falls completely flat and they don't understand why. Or they get, you know, backlash of what is this from this brand? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important. And and honestly, I, I've seen brands kind of want to you know, propel themselves forward, they get impatient, they want to put their message out there everywhere. You know, they want that authentic relationship to be built kind of with a snap of the fingers. But right here, we say that you have to be consistently authentic. And so that means you have to build a proper foundation so that people come to almost know intuitively before they even read what the message is or see the visuals or watch the video or whatever the case might be, they already have a sense of who you are in their mind. and so back to the best friend analogy I will say the same thing here right if your best friend typically dressed in dull dark colors and you know wasn't super into anything outside of athletic wear let's say and she shows up in a floral print dress with four inch heels and red lipstick well you might think she's having a midlife crisis but you also (laughs) would be like what the heck is going on, right? And so good or bad, she may look fabulous, but it's just not what you've come to know of that person. And so I think too often what we see happen is on the channels, this type of thing happens too. And it's okay for you to stretch and try new things. And we love testing and learning, like we said, but only once you have that foundation built, are you able to stretch beyond it, right? So again, the people point here, you know we all like to grow and stretch and we co- become if we don't do that brands are a living breathing breathing thing we say that all the time so not saying don't do it just want to make sure that you spend the time needed just like all the other brand elements we talk about building you have to build them first before you get overly excited and want to put out fill in the blank funny fun um edgy whatever those types of messages might be
0: yeah and 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 just to uh build on that um it's a commitment, right? So if you're going to put it out there, you better be ready to continually mm-hmm. follow up on it. So if you want to be edgy and, and that's fine, you better be willing to be edgy all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so um, and like I said, you get dialed up and dialed down on certain channels depending on the context and, and, and how you want to show up on that channel. But you can't be edgy one day and, and not edgy the next day because it's a bait and switch and consumers will all sniff that out. Yeah. And that's where you get that feedback that I just talked about,
1: where they're they're just not sure what to expect from you. And so the worst thing that can happen is they totally opt out. Second worst, they start giving you negative feedback. And, you know, I think either way, it's not going to be a good end result for you if you don't continue to be committed and diligent of coming back to your character. Yep. Agreed. So. All right. So those are our four guidelines for creating a strong brand character. Are you craving a deeper dive immersion into the topics on our podcast? Then you will appreciate our virtual consultancy. Located on the shop page of our website, forthright-people.com, you can now download our digital coaching modules on vigilant leadership, culture building, and social strategy. For the cost of a book, you will get diagnostic tools and exercises to assess your current state and development tools to quickly and intentionally improve your proficiency. These are quick yet effective ways to improve your marketing savvy today. Check it out and let us know other topics you would like us to go deep on. And for all of you listeners out there, you know our next segment is called In the Trenches. And as a reminder, this is where we give real-world examples that may be specific to industries and situations, but have broad application for anybody listening to Digest and put into action for their business today. All right. Number one. What is the biggest mistake you have seen when it comes to brand character? So I already mentioned part of my answer to this question, which is not putting the time in and the diligence and having the patience to really cultivate your brand character. So I'm not going to overly emphasize that again. I think we've covered that. But I think the other thing that we see, interestingly, is not going all in. And so this, we would say, is where people are are playing it safe Um, you know, so they might give really bland characteristics and you're like, okay, great, but I wouldn't want to hang out with that person. So I'm not totally sure that that should be your brand character or they follow the path of others in the category and they just kind of mimic in a me too way of like, you know, we, we said Athleta, right. There's plenty of athleisure brands out there that could say, Oh, you know, we're for active people and, you know, people that are on the go and all these different things. It's like, well, those are table stakes in your category, so sorry about your luck. That's not going to create any kind of personality that people are going to connect with on a human level. So I think the point here is you know, if you make the commitment to really build a brand, across the board we talk about this, but it becomes even more important and critical when you get to the brand character because this is the way that you're going to activate for your consumers, and it switches the messaging from being internal out to external in because the people start to attach to you. And like I said, they start to know what to expect from you. And so in that way, you have to be able to think in terms of what is my consumer going to expect from me and how am I going to deliver on that piece? And the other favorite thing that I I hear all the time is, oh, well, we're going to build it, but then we're just going to let it develop on its own. And I'm like, Again, that is not going to work because if you don't define your brand like we've talked about, the same applies for brand character. Others are going to do it for you. And so you might have every intention of saying, okay, we're going to be clever and we're going to be articulate and we're going to be fun-loving and we're going to be inclusive, right? Or um, authentically asking people to come into the community. That's fine. But if you're not going to cultivate How all of those things come to life, then people are going to provide their own interpretation of that. So again, who at the end of the day you're positioning, do you want to be for consumers? And how do you want to allow your brand character to come to life in a way that they can connect with? And as always, you know, we have worksheets for this. So we will definitely have one for this topic. But in addition, because we do think that it can be a little tricky, like Anne said, we will have a deep dive on this topic as well. So you'll be able to kind of step through how to create your brand character because we know it can be a little hard to get your head around and know
0: where to start. Yeah, this one's one that I always find a little bit tough and it's it's kind of tough to decide. And I think that's the biggest mistake I see people make is that it, it becomes a exercise of, uh, of futility for them because mm-hmm. they're like, I just can't. I just can't decide. I'm like, and and what if I want to change it? And what if I don't know? And so they don't want to put a stake in the ground. And so then their brand starts feeling very diluted because it doesn't have a clear personality or clear spirit by which to live by. So it seems highly nuanced. It seems like people shouldn't, you know, need to do it, or it, it doesn't feel like it's important to do. But it is so important because right now, and especially in this day and age, like. 90% of decisions are emotionally led. And if you can't really tap into the way that your brand's going to feel for others, you're going to miss on an opportunity to really connect with those consumers. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website,
1: forthright-people.com.